Funding for Writers Radio Theater is made possible in part by a grant from Solutions Publishing Company, providing real estate computer software for brokers, investors, and property managers nationwide. More information about Solution Publishing is available at 1-800-255-6643. Sundor Products, the makers of Texan brand fruit juices, are proud to be the exclusive national sponsors of Riders Radio Theater. Texan orange juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section. Old MacDonald had a show, E-I-E-I-O. And on this show were three cowboys, E-I-E-I-O. With a cowboy here and a cowboy there. Here a cow, there a boy. Everywhere a cowboy, old MacDonald had a show, E-I-E-I-O. Riders Radio Theater is on the air! It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, start the saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. You're We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride the rope. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, to slim the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. <laughs> this is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're going to ride and rope. Thank you, Texas Bicks. Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks. Did you say 2451, Texas Bicks? I certainly did. I'm did glad I? to hear that I you did. I said 2551, actually, did I? I see. That's incorrect. I thought so. 2451. Uh, Tonight, here at the beautiful Emory Theater, and glad we could be. We have so much show, I'm going to do very brief introductions once again. Over here to my left, your right, Too Slim, a man who pronounces it harassment. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth. I pronounce it harassment. Woody Paul, king of the cowboy fiddlers, pronounces it Hersmont. And Joey, the cow polka king, who pronounces it after dinner mint. And now, a song from our brand new Columbia album, The Big Corral. One, two, three, four. That ugly fruit from the cattle shoot. Press along to the big corral. He should be branded on the stoop. Press along to the big corral. Press along, press along, cowboy. Press along to the cowboy yell. Press along, press along with a loud big noise. Press along to the big corral. 
Now the chuck we get ain't fit to eat. Press along to the big corral. There's rocks and the beans and sand in the meat. Press along to the big corral. Press along, press along, cowboy. Press along with the cowboy yell. Press along, press along with a loud big noise. Press along to the big and meet us on the other side. But first, here's Pitchman too, uh, pitch too Tough to Die, El Philo Larry Mammoth. Friends, how many times has this happened to you? You're dancing gaily at a huge polka celebration enjoying the haunting strains of an accordion, the happiest sound known to man. The lager is flowing, the brats are bountiful, the lederhosen look lovely when suddenly... A massive accordion airy. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Thanks to the unexpected demise of a seemingly healthy accordion. Too bad nobody knew what to do. Too bad nobody knew accordion CPR. Well, don't let it happen again. Strike up the band. And roll now, announcing... Joey the Calpolka King's 10-star course in accordion CPR. Yes, in just 10 days, you too can learn how to revive the most stricken accordion. Be a mountain of strength, a pillar of musical medical wisdom. The next time there's a massive accordion area at your Oktoberfest, learn the 10 critical steps to complete recovery. One. Don't panic. Two. Lay the accordion on a warm, dry surface. Three. Elevate the buttons. Four. Check the intake valve for foreign matter like sauerkraut or deep-fried cheese curds. Dislodge with your fingers. Five. In with the good air. Out with the bad air. Six. Beat on the white keys with an open palm. Seven. A good swift kick can work wonders. Eight. Pour a hot, steaming, alcoholic beverage into the accordion player. <laughs> Nine. Check for potentially fatal bellows puncture. And remind the accordion what happens to bad accordions when they just give up. Ten. <laughs> Yes, the music is back again, thanks to you and thanks to Joey's 10-star accordion CPR course. Many accordions go on to live happy, productive lives for many years after a massive accordionary. Do your part, call the day. To enroll in Joey the Cal Polka King's 10-star accordion CPR course, call 1-900-POLKA-911. The first lesson is free until the bill comes, totaling only $9.99. Expect a discount on your insurance rates, and remember, friends, whoever said life is cheap never had to buy a new accordion. <laughs> And now, Dr. Ryder's Radio Theater. Here it's time for the ever-popular feature, 
Where's Woody? Yes, thank you, Texas Vicks Bender. Yes, where Woody? Where's Woody? Where is Woody? The part of our show when the listener gets to look for our fiddle player. I guess this is the interactive part of the show, right, Ranger Doug? Idol of American youth. Right you are, too, Slim, man of half a dozen friends. You know, the most asked question of riders in the sky throughout our nearly 14-year career is, where's Woody? And it's great to let the folks in the audience and at home help us find him. So let's get started. Now, Woody? Woody? Woody! Woody Paul! Woody? Woody? Woody, Woody. you have a line here, Woody. Here I am, Ranger Doug, man. <laughs> Woody Paul, what, what is the secret of your success? I know you're considered an enormous success. Timing, all... Ranger Doug. Right. Are you ready to hide? Have you tried those noodles, Ranger Doug? They're really You great. bet. Okay, here's how it works, Saddle Pals. Woody Paul will hide in the forest of sound effects and animal noises that look pretty much like him. He'll be wearing glasses, a red striped shirt, and he'll be playing boil them cabbage down on the fiddle. Soon as you pick him out, stand up, point at the radio, and yell, There's Woody! If you're first, we'll send you a free prayer cloth and an order form from Two Slims Mercantile. Are you ready? Let's begin. Three, two, one, go! Texas Vix, the results are in. Our cowpoke polling service tells me that the winner in Radioland is Conrad Skiffbutter of Bangor, Maine. Congratulations, Conrad. A free order form is headed your way. Gosh, Ranger Doug, now that we found Woody, what do we do with him? Good question, Toothem. <laughs> Let's put him to work on the ancient Celtic pagan love call, Pigeon on the Gatepost.
Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Embry Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Files. We'll be right back. Here's all of the Woody Paul Western theme, number 33. Riders Radio Theater is brought to you locally by Jake Sweeney Automotive, located at 33 West Kemper Road, across from Tri-County Mall. Welcome back, buggeroos and buggerettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode seven of the exciting Western melodrama, Monster from Mystery Mountain. As faithful as will no doubt recall, the evil villain Slocum, for some as yet unknown reason, created a green, fire-breathing metal monster suit, put Charlie in it, and sent him out to terrorize anyone who ventured onto Mystery Mountain. Right. The first to experience this horror was a gathering of storytellers, and the latest was none other than the High Sheriff of Tumbleweed County himself. The latter occurred when High Sheriff Drywall and his monster pickup truck he calls Big Bertha ran out of gas at night on Mystery Mountain. Charlie and his fire-breathing monster suit attacked from out of the darkness and pushed Big Bertha with a high sheriff in it off the mountain. Oh, no. And now episode seven entitled Nightmare on Mystery Mountain or It Was on Fire When I Sat Down on It. It is the morning after the high sheriff's long night of terror on Mystery Mountain and at the famed old Harmony Ranch as they are so many of these mornings. Riders in the sky are gathered in the cozy kitchen of their home on the range, drinking coffee and listening to their f second favorite radio program. Well, how about another cup of coffee, Side Me? All right, Ranger Doug, I'll pour and you twist. Thanks, Side Me. Boy, that benefit for the public radio retired singing cowboys retirement home sure went well last night, didn't it, boy? Well, now, it sure did. Yeah, and gosh, isn't it great to sit here in the morning, calm and relaxed, and listen to our second favorite radio show? Yep. Yeah. You gotta love the pre-recorded accordion music hour. You sure do. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Huh? Last night in Tumbleweed Valley, the monster from Mystery Mountain struck again. <gasps> and this Whoa. time against no less a personage than the High Sheriff himself. Wow. We go live now to his office for a statement from High Sheriff Drywall. This thing on? <clears throat> this thing on? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. This is the High Sheriff speaking. I have a statement to read about the events that occurred on Mystery Mountain during the dark hours of last night. At approximately the darkest of the dark hours, I was attacked by a giant green fire-breathed monster, and he threw me and my truck, Big Bertha, off a dead man's cliff. 
If it had not been for Big Bertha's extremely expensive but well worth its state-of-the-art suspension system and big balloon tires, I would not be here today. After I survived the fall, as did Big Bertha, I then saw a UFO swoop down and carry the monster off. I believe both the monster and the UFO will be back. And the only thing I know to do about it is to panic. That concludes my statement. We now return to our studios in the pre-recorded accordion music hour. The only thing to do is panic. Did you hear that? Monsters and UFOs, we got to get out of here. Head for the hills, fire-breathing monsters from outer space is coming out of my way. Boys, boys, hold it, hold it. Think about it. Fire-breathing monsters, UFOs, what next? Elvis? No, I hope not. Our lives are not like cheap tabloid headlines. They're not? No, they're like high-class public radio drama. Ranger Doug, high class? Well, public radio. Well, if it's not a monster or a UFO, then what is it? I don't know, but I don't have to know. What I do know is that we're going to find out. How are we going to do that? We're going to spend the night on Mystery Mountain. We are? All of us? All of us. We'll ride into town and get some supplies, and then head on up there as soon as we finish with our coffee. Wait a minute, Ranger Doug. Yeah. We'll ride into town and get supplies with you, and we'll spend the night in Mystery Mountain, but we ain't going to finish this coffee. That's right. Ah, I see what you mean. Why, you namby-pamby liver-belly. Hold Why, it, hold it there, Sidney. You need to make up a supply list yourself while we wash up these breakfasts. Oh, let's let the dog do them. Come on. Thus it is that only a short while later, riders in the sky ride down Bob Baker Boulevard in Tumbleweed City. Gosh, Ranger Doug, what's that long line of people doing over there by the dry clock saloon? I don't know, Woody Paul, but I think we'd better find out. Whoa, Turbo. Whoa, whoa Argyle, easy, boy. Oh, easy, Senator. Quickly, the riders dismount, tie their horses to a hitching post, and make their way to the old dry gulch saloon, which now sports a different name, as Too Slim is quick to point out. Look, there's a new sign. It's not the dry gulch saloon anymore. It's the... Mystery Mountain Land Development Office. I don't like the looks of this. Oh, look, there's Red the Barber in line there. Hey, Red. Oh, yes, well, uh, how do, Colonel Sidemeet? Uh, hello there, Ryder. Well, howdy, howdy Red. Yeah. What tarnation is this line all about, Red the Barber? Yeah. Why, there's Sidemeet, Colonel Sidemeet. They're all waiting, as uh, I myself, to uh, get into the Mystery Mountain Land Development Office. But why? Why, Colonel Woody? Why? Because uh, Slocum and Charlie in there are uh, buying land up on Mystery Mountain. And I recall one afternoon at Ebbets Field when Branch Rickey... Yeah, took I Jackie know. Uh, but gosh, are they, are they given a good price for it, Red? Well, well, yes and no. You see, they're, they're only taking a, a fraction of what the land was worth there, Colonel uh, Slim, before the fire-breathing monster and UFO came to pass. But uh, considering that no one else will ever go up on that mountain again, well, as... As, as Branch Rickey, I recall, once said to oh, me and I, Phil I, Rizzuto... I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, anything he gets better than being stuck with worthless land. A monster appears, land values plummet, and Slocum and Charlie buy it up. Am I the only one in this town who can put two and two together? What do you mean, Ranger Doug? It's simple arithmetic. Ain't no such thing as simple arithmetic. <laughs> Never mind. Come on, boys, let's go have a talk with Mr. Slocum. See you, Red. See you, Red. Come on, come on. Come on, boys. Good luck with your math. <laughs> Without being in the least bit rude, the riders push their way through the crowd and into Slocum's office. Hello, Slocum. Ah, 
Yes. Oh, riders in the sky. Okay, what's going on here, Slocum? Why, it's simple. I'm buying real estate on Mystery Mountain. Got any you want to sell? No, we don't. Huh? Slocum, you're taking advantage of the panic of the good people of this county and buying their land for a fraction of its real worth. Easy, Ranger Dud. What we have here is a simple case of supply-side economics. The marketplace wants to sell before a monster eats them. And I want to buy while the price is low. Slocum, there's no such thing as a monster, and you know it. Yeah, tell that to the UFO that carried him off. <laughs> and in all probability, is bringing him back at any time to finish the job. Well, if the monster comes back, we'll be waiting for him. Eh? You going up on the mountain? Yes, we are. We are? We are? Yes, we are. And we're going to spend the night right in the area where High Sheriff Drywall was attacked. Oh, up by Skull Rock, eh? We're going to get to the bottom of this monster foolishness once and for all. Come on, boys. Ah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> While the riders leave and go about their preparations to spend the night on Mystery Mountain, Slocum quickly buys up the rest of that same mountain from his waiting customers and then locks his doors and slinks down the basement stairs to his secret laboratory. Charlie! Oh, Charlie! Guess what, Charlie? <laughs> I don't want to do it. Charlie, you have to do it. Yeah? Why don't you do it? Charlie, Charlie, you created the role. You are the monster. Not anymore, boss. Every time that monster walks, I wound up being turned into a lump of charcoal. Charlie, what am I hearing? Well, you're hearing I don't want to be the monster, boss. You can't mean that. Think about it, Charlie. Remember when you were a little kid? Yeah? You'd see a little caterpillar crawling across the sidewalk. What would you do? Well, of course, I'd mash it. Yeah. And it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're big. And this monster suit, you're even bigger. Yeah. And you can mash bigger stuff. Huh? <laughs> like cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, like cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> now, climb up here on this slab and let me get to work and make you into my all-new improved monster. Right. <laughs> this will be the best monster ever, Oh, I love my work. <laughs> hey, Charlie, give me a, a wow. <laughs> wow. Now, sing it. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Now do it again. Wow. Yeah, I was working in my lab late one night. Wow. When my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Wow. Charlie from the slab began to rise. Wow. And suddenly, to my surprise, I did the mad. <laughs> He did the monster man. The monster man. It was a mystery mountain smash. Did the mash. He squashed a cowboy's flag. I did the monster man. He did the monster man. Wow. The mystery mountain, the monster went. Wow. Found the cowboy sleeping out in a tent. Wow. He thrashed him and bashed him all around. Wow. And trashed him and mashed him into the ground. I did the man. <laughs> He did the monster man. The monster man. It was a graveyard smash. I did the man. He smashed a cowboy's flag. I did the man. He did the monster man. Wow. <laughs> wow, that cracks me up. You're looking good, Charlie. <laughs> Sound good, too. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. We got a hit record here. <laughs> but listen, Charlie, tonight the monster walks and tromps. And does the, the monster mash? Wow! <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there you have it. The scene is set on Mystery Mountain for a dance macabre. The dance of death, the monster man. Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Will America's favorite cowboys actually do the monster man? If so, who leads? You won't find the answers to these questions in Erie, Indiana, but you will find them right here, same time, same station next week in episode eight of Monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> Entitled... Monster Mash. Wow. It's rockin' howlin' real wow melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky and Joey the Cowpoke King. Oh, thank you, Texas Mix Bender. Time for our classic of the West, which goes out today to Joshua Heyer of Dakota, Minnesota, who listens to Riders Radio Theater over KFAI in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tonight's classic is the beautiful Shifting Whispering Sand. Come and hear the age-old story of the shifting whispering sand. Yes, it always whispers to of the days of long ago when the settlers and the miners fought the crafty Navajos how the cattle roamed the valley happy people worked the land and now everything is covered by the shifting, whispering sand. How the miner left his buckboard, went to work his claim that day. And the burros broke their halters when they thought he'd gone to stay. How they found the aged miner Lying dead upon the sand After months they could but wonder If he died by human hand So they dug his grave and laid him on his back And crossed his hand And his secret still is hidden by the shifting, whispering sand. This is what they whispered to me on that quiet desert air of the people and the cattle and the miner lying there. If you want to learn their secrets, Wander through this quiet land And I'm sure you'll hear the story Of the shifting, whispering sand Shifting, whispering sand Sundor Products, the makers of Texan brand fruit juices, are proud to be the exclusive national sponsors of Riders Radio Theater. 
Texan pineapple juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section.